Hello, San Diego First Church. So good to be with you again. Today is our First Impressions podcast in which I hang out with Pastor D and we talk about the text that will be uh, the text for our sermon on Sunday. Um, And this week's text comes from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 through 25. But as always, I'm here with Pastor D. Pastor D, good to be with you. Hi, Matt. Great to be here. Let's read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 19 through 25. For it is a credit to you if, being aware of God, you endure pain while suffering unjustly. If you endure when you are beaten for doing wrong, what credit is that? But if you endure when you do right and suffer for it, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When he was abused, he did not return abuse. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, so that free from sins, we might live for righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and guardian of your souls. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, Pastor D, uh, tell us a little bit about kind of what catches your eye first here in this passage. There are a couple of things that catch my eye. Probably I'm drawn toward the end of this passage more than the beginning, um, though it's kind of jam-packed with good stuff to pay attention to. Um, as all of First Peter seems as we go through this, it's, just, it's, it's a <laughs> yeah. thick um, letter. Uh-huh. Thick Full with, of run-on sentences. Yes. <laughs> Also filled with ideas and yeah. arguments um, and, and ways of seeing things that kind of open up a, a fresh new perspective. Yeah. Um, one of the things that catches my eye is at the very end, it speaks about um, this admonition that in <coughs> following Christ, we have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. Mm. It feels like this is an invitation into the abundance that God has to offer us in that um, when we go our own way, shepherd going, I mean, a sheep going astray, um, it may have some intrigue and mystery and wonder what's on the other side of that hillside or on the other side of that cavern. whatever a sheep thinks when a sheep is wandering away um, and often very unaware of the dangers that are inherent in in the things we pursue um, and that somehow in placing ourselves back in the area where the shepherd can see us and watch over us it's not like God can't always see us mm-hmm. but back in the care of the shepherd we are then once again um, have at our access resources that we never have when we're trying to take this journey alone. There is both the journey with the community of faith, people that care for us and um, journey with us, 
And then there is the companionship of the shepherd and how the shepherd guides us and watches over us. It just seems like this wonderful invitation back into a place that we probably appreciate far more uh, once we've recognized what walking away feels like and sometimes the panic that occurs when we realize how far we've walked away. Mm. Um, The other thing that uh, catches my eye actually is um, some of the similarities between different writers in the New Testament. Like there seems to be a common... I don't know if this is the right word, but lexicon, a Mm, a shared use of certain words by multiple writers. Mm -hmm. So Paul says in his uh, letter to the Romans, um, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning that grace may abound? By no means we died to sin. Mm -hmm. How can we live in it any longer? And this is um, an admonitions, pardon me, an admonition that, um, says to us that Christ has done on our behalf this amazing gift, bore our sins in his body so that we might die to sins mm-hmm. and live to righteousness. And I feel like that's worth meditating on, what it means to die to sins. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think that's one of the things that I'll be exploring in my own reflections this week mm. is... Um, the ways in which we kind of um, feed that side of ourselves Mm -hmm. and to starve it of its energy, to starve it of its strength, to allow it to die in terms of its control over us. And what is it that is sin to us? What is it that um, leads us away from the mark of Christ? For me, that then becomes sin. It is detracting from the goal that is set before me, and that is to move toward Christ in all I do. Mm. So it's also worth reflecting on what then draws me away from Christ. Yeah. And um, that'll be part of my thought process <laughs> this week as well. How about you, Matt? Yeah. What do you see here? Um, several things. Uh, first off, I um, think it's really interesting kind of the... Uh, it's It feels like that first section kind of sets up the second section mm. and there's this quote that he takes from the the line verse 22 he committed no sin and no deceit was found in his mouth which is interesting that like the this author is quoting another person and the the two things that are kind of lifted up is that that he committed no sin so he was blameless was an idolatrous and he didn't speak falsely. That his that there was no deceit, there was no lying, there was no deception. Um, and I find that really interesting. And that of all of the things that like could be pointed out of of uh, could mark somebody as um, uh, sinful, for lack of a better word, it's it's the like truth telling aspect of that that is lifted as really important. Right, and I find that just really fascinating, yeah, um, and and kind of provocative to me and challenging to me in that, like, just reminding me of, like, how I'm speaking the truth, that I'm not being deceitful, but I'm I'm uh, I don't want to like manipulate. I don't want to uh, use whatever power I have to kind of put the the thumb on a scale for my advantage. 
Um, but to speak openly and honestly, certainly in love, but also um, truth-telling. I, I always come back to this, and I've said it in at least one sermon that I've given, that uh, this theologian by the name of Stanley Hauerwas says you can sum up Christian ethics, how you live in the world as a Christian, with four words, always tell the truth. And uh, that always just keeps me in in kind of the mindset of, yeah, it, as much as it might hurt, I, I need to be truthful, genuine in my responses, forthcoming with who I am and not try to veil myself or my actions or anything like that. I, I need to be able to say like, yeah, this is what I did and this is who I am and this is what I've said and to be able to do so in confidence. Wow. I love that. I love that as a... Um kind of a motto, and that sounds like I'm trivializing it, I'm not, but no, a, a, a life principle as a yeah, way by which yeah. to live. That's beautiful. Um, I would like to probe you just a little bit further because I know it's going to be part of where my mind goes this week, and that is that phrase, um, by his wounds we are healed. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that that is simply a spiritual recognition that um, our reconciliation to God is made possible because of what Christ did on our behalf. Mm-hmm. The, the one who committed no sin um, laid down his life on behalf of all of us who have sinned. Yeah. Do you think there is any way in which that spills into not just a spiritual reconciliation but healing of the heart or healing of the body or healing of the soul in some fashion yeah um i think so i think it's both and okay um certainly christ's suffering on the cross um every christian theologian biblical text kind of points to i mean early christian are saying like yeah the suffering of christ on the cross is our redemption um, that there is something so deeply tied to Christ's suffering and the entanglement of the divine and the human, in which, in faith, then every aspect of our life, uh, from the comfortable to the the suffering, is redeemed. In Jesus, hmm. um, that uh, Christ became who we are, that we might become more like Christ, is what Athanasius of Alexandria says in the third century. Um, so I think there's deeply something deeply there. Yes, so it's it is tied to redemption, and I think there's something about specifically the the resurrected body of Christ that when he comes to Thomas and says. Here are the holes in my hands. Here's the the cut in my side. Um, that there is there is a woundedness to Jesus that also heals the woundedness in me, hmm. and then I I can then see the the hurts and the pains and the um, the devastations that I have caused and have been caused to me have have been inflicted on me. Um, to some degree, like not everyone has the same suffering, right? Um, but that suffering is a universal human thing. 
And in that, like Christ heals us. (laughs) I think there is a deeply, yes, spiritual and physical aspect of that. Um, And a lot of it is is the, the holding of both. That Christ has risen from the dead and his his wounds are present. Healed, but present. And there's, so there, there is a both and here. There, there is a uh, now and yet not fully that I think we need to hold intention. Yeah. I think that is wonderful, fertile ground to till this week to... Um, turn over and um, see what what is underneath the surface yeah. ready to kind of launch us into new understanding of who we are and in particular in relationship to what Christ has done on behalf and what that opens up for us mm-hmm. in terms of all kinds of healing. Yeah. And that we, if we then see ourselves in Christ, that we too are wounded, that means that we too can be about the healing of those around us. Hmm. So it makes possible our participation in someone else's journey because of the experiences that we've had. Yeah. And that takes, I mean, that's not an easy task. Yeah. I, that's, I just, <laughs> it's a vulnerable task. Yeah. And it's one that's, I think that, and, and yet Christ has invited us into once again, invited us into community. Sit <laughs> in a solo journey. Not at all. I'm glad we do it together. Thanks, Matt. Good to be with you. You as well.